green, happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> Hello. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's Halloween. You didn't put the oi on the end. Should have been oi. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. This is our Halloween spooky spooktacular where we're going to not cover a scary film. No, no. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. Boring, isn't it? We do a lot of horror films, so we thought, fuck it, we'll do something. Di- oh, I've swore already. My dad told me off for swearing the other day because he's actually started listening to me. I see. Yeah. Oh well, I'll try. I'll try my bit hardest, Dad. Sorry. Well, this is quite scary. It's a musical. That's quite scary That's for us. True. We've not reviewed a musical before. I've, no, I'm not. Talked I'm partial musical. to a musical, but yeah, we'll get too. into that. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, right. Let's quickly run through the socials. So please follow us on Twitter at bots underscore podcast. Uh, Instagram is exactly the same at bots underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Uh, you can also visit the website at www.bottomofthestream.com where you will find every episode we've done so far and the stream table for season one and now season two. Uh, you can also find us on Podchaser. If you go there, that's the, they're a brand new website looking to be like the IMDb of podcasts. And we have a profile set up on there so you can find and you can review us on there as well. So please do that because we like reviews. We do indeed. We do. Are you also review us on iTunes because that's... Is it called iTunes anymore or am I just being old? There? I think it's just Apple Podcasts. Please review us on Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah, that's the admin out of the way. Well, I'm Nick. Uh, and I'm Adam. <laughs> Which you probably already know. You, you already know that. This isn't your first radio. It might be new people. True. We still haven't had anybody in Vermont. No, Check that's that the true. Other day. So we've just got this one state left in America and nobody's listening there. That's really irritating. How can we break Vermont? We need to break Vermont. I have no idea. We need to try and find. Is there any Vermontian filmmakers that we can review one of their films? I'll get. I'll get on uh, get Google on after. Get on the Vermontonians. Uh, any watched anything good at the top of the stream this week? I've been on holiday. Oh yeah, of course you have. So, How was that? Very good. Yeah, had a, a lot, lot of fun. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But got a new pair of wellies to splash around in. Awesome. So. Can't beat a pair of wellies. Had a lot of fun. Um, so I was not accessible to Netflix. No. So no, so no. nothing for me. <laughs> nothing. It's all on you, this bit. Okay, I watched In the Tall Grass. Oh yeah. Do you know, I was quite excited about it a few weeks ago. Yes. And then did not have time to watch it because of all the stuff we've been watching recently. Uh, it's all right. It's quite good. Okay. It, it sticks quite closely to the story. First half's a lot better than the second half. It kind of falls off a cliff a little bit in the second half. But it's all right. It's so worth, th- worth an hour and a half of your time. So this is the movie that was an adaptation of the Joe Hill and Stephen King. Correct. Book. Novella. And... Is it this one that was directed by the guy who made Cube? Yeah, yes, it was. And I've also got some Cube news. I know you have rolling straight in. <laughs> well done. Um, unfortunately, Cube has been removed from Netflix this week. Yeah, well, so last week we talked about Cube in season one. Yes, we did. I think it was episode six. Good guess. No idea. It might be six. It's Get definitely in check. season one somewhere. It finished really high up in the stream table, and unfortunately, it's no longer there. Netflix took it off. It might be back. Netflix Hopefully. moves in strange ways. Hopefully they'll bring it back with its sequels, because I'd quite like to watch them. But yeah, so yeah, listen to our Cube episode, but you can't go and watch the film now. Well, not via Netflix. Not via Netflix. There are ways and means. So that's two films from season one's dream table that's no longer there. The, was it Don't Kill It that got removed as well? Yeah. They're it's just picking us off. Snooze you lose. Yeah, definitely. They were two of the better ones as well. <laughs> they were. It's a shame. All the crap still there. Keep Sierra Burgess on there. Yeah. Okay, now. I swore again. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> oh, now I've blasphemed. Which brings me nicely onto my next topic. Okay. Because last week we talked about The Clapper. Yes. Starring Ed Helms. Yeah? Yes. Have you got anything to say about Ed Helms? <laughs> uh, yeah, slight bit of admin. Um, <laughs> I, I may have been mistaken last week. Yes. When, when I corrected you yeah. for calling him Ed Helms. Yeah, you said he was called Ed Helm. Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't plural. He is plural. But um, he is. He well, is but to be fair, he could have changed his name in the last seven days. I Maybe. I don't think he has, but it's, maybe. It's possible, though. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm having that one. You were wrong. I was right. Um, so I did a bit of admin on The Clapper because we said it's a bit strange that uh, it's an R-rated film. I can't believe we're still talking about it. <laughs> Sorry. I'll make it brief. So we, we wanted to look into why it's R-rated. Yeah. Because it we couldn't be. see any reason why it was. So I did a bit of research and the MP, is it MPAA in America? Yeah. They rate films on five categories. So they rate it on sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, slash smoking, and frightening slash intense scenes. Right. So, sex and nudity. This is what they rated the clapper. There is a character named Naked Thomas, who walks around in public wearing only his underwear. Other than that, he nor no one else shows any nudity. That's it. Yeah, that's, this is it. Two men shortly discuss the time when one of them caught the other one masturbating. Now, that was a very brief scene. I don't even remember that <laughs> bit. Um, and then, on a TV show, a female model is a guest where her clothing is short and revealing... No nudity, but a lot of flesh. I don't remember that bit. No. Okay. Violence and gore, non-recorded throughout. Alcohol, drugs, smoking, non-recorded throughout. Frightening slash intense scenes, non-throughout. Profanity. The following swearing is recorded throughout. How good. F-word, 14 times. Is it? Damn, four times. S-word, three times. Ass, two times. Mother effer. One, this is how it's written, so I'm not, I'm not centering myself. You, you picked a good time to stop swearing. Um, one times. Bull S, one times. R hole, one times. Crap. What is your R hole? A R hole. I think it's arm hole. Okay. Crap, one time. Also, the following blasphemy is recorded throughout. God's name is taken in vain seven times. Six as OMG, and one as God. That's it. That's why this film's rated R. Or that film's rated R. It feels a low bar. It's yeah. I feel like they've been really harsh on it. Naked Thomas is wearing like the biggest pair of old man wide Yeah, he's fronts. very much not naked. Like massive pants. Yeah, he's very much not naked. He's just called Naked Thomas. But yeah, so that's why it's rated at R. But I feel like it's been very unfairly judged. Possibly the only thing unfairly judged about that film. Yeah, because it's garbage. Don't go and watch it. That's I'm, I'm glad got. you did the thorough research. Yeah, I did so some research. For clearing that up. Probably should have done it before the episode, <laughs> but I've done it in this one. Have you got anything else you need to do? Um, I do have. Have you got a Halloween game? Halloween game. Amazing. I love your games. <laughs> so, I will make a confession. I did kind of come up with the name first. Okay. And then the game second. Nice. Which, which isn't usual. How is your knowledge of um, emo band mem- members? Terrible. How is your knowledge of Disney characters? Also terrible. Well, this should be fun then. <laughs> because we're about to play Emo, emo. or Nemo. <laughs> Amazing. I'm really up for emo or Nemo. Good. Cool. So I have got some names in front of me and you need to tell me, are they emo, i.e. a member of a band or Nemo, i.e. a Disney character? I can't imagine this is that difficult, but okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Grumpy. <laughs> Disney yeah. character. Princess Aurora <laughs> is not on this list. Okay. So. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll go usual rules. Yep. Give you five. Best of five. You get three. 
You win. You win. I'm up for that. Good. Right. Let's start with Bert McCracken. <laughs> That's definitely not a Disney name. What? Bert McCracken. Oh, Bert McCracken. Mary Poppins. <laughs> is that his name? I don't know. No. You tell me. This is a emo. Correct. Yes. He's the uh, lead singer in The Used. Oh, is he? Yeah. So one. Good. Good start. I feel like my brother's going to be quite good at this game. <laughs> okay, next one. He loves his Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. You were a bit of an emo back I in the day. I was back in the day, yeah. But, yeah, not anymore. Okay, next one. Nick Wilde. Oh, that sounds familiar. I'm going to go Disney. Correct. Is he from Cars? No, he's oh. the fox in Zootropolis or Zootopia. Ah, yes. Okay. I think I watched that at your house once. Probably. Probably. It's probably on the background with... Probably something to do with your kids. Yeah, probably. Um. Okay, good. 2-0. Good cool. start. Good start. The next one. Don Carnage. Don Carnage? That's a great name. Yeah. Carnage That's... is spelled with a K. It sounds more like a wrestler's name than a, anybody else's name. I'm going to go Emo. You'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah. No. No? Don Carnage is Nemo. He is a Disney character. What, who is he? He is the bad guy in Tailspin. <laughs> wow. Do you remember Tailspin? I do remember Tailspin. So he's a wolf. Oh, right. Okay. Good. Okay. Next one. Flynn Rider. Oh, great name. That's a cool name. That's got to be a Disney character. It is. Correct. Yes. What's that from? Uh, he is from Tangled. Oh, right. I've and not seen Tangled. He is an actual human. No, an actual human yeah. in Disney. Wow. And the last one, John Foulfellow. Foulfellow? Yeah. That's an awesome name. Uh, it sounds a bit more Disney, though. Disney. Correct. He is also a fox from Pinocchio. Ah. Yeah, well done. I did really well there. Yeah. I'm quite proud of it. I'm quite good at your games. <laughs> I must come up with my own one week and see how good you are. <laughs> that would be a... Uh, yeah. I'd I happily give work it a on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me all my time just to edit them. All right. I think that's enough admin. Yeah. You ready to talk about the film? Let's do it. So this week, as it's Halloween, we decided we were going to do something a little bit different. We broke our own rules, went off the list, did, went off of the list. We didn't use the list, that's Correct. what I'm trying to say. Uh, we picked a film ourselves. We wanted to do something that was as opposite to a horror film as we could get. So we went with Emo the Musical. Yeah. Yeah. Which is from two... It's a bit spooky. It's a bit It's dark. Emo's. Yeah, exactly. Emo's are evil. So it's from 2016. It's a 12A. Uh, it's an hour and 34 minutes long. And it's currently rated at 6.2 on IMDb. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stars the very confusingly named Benson Jack Anthony whose name is backwards, <laughs> as uh, Ethan, Jordan Hare as Trinity, Robert Adams as Bradley. Uh, it also stars Geraldine Viswantham. Easy for you to say. Yeah, not very much so. It wasn't the first time. <laughs> no. She, she turned up. No, she's been in a film on the stream table before in yeah. season one. Yeah, the package. She, she was in the package. She played Becky. She was the best thing in the package. She was the best thing in the package. But there isn't many good things to say about the package. Uh, do you know what? When we picked this film last week yeah i thought in no way shape or form is there going to be anyone i recognize in this film no let alone someone in a film we've already we've already talked about (laughs) so that did blow my mind a little bit yeah very strange but she plays a character called jamali yeah yeah and she's she's a member of the christian group she is indeed a hope group so this was her first movie was it really yeah Uh, written and directed by a guy called neil triffitt 
who also wrote and directed the 15-minute short film that this film's based on. Yes. I also watched that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I found it on YouTube. Tell us a bit about that. Um, so it's a very similar story. Uh, it's all different actors. And yeah, it's very similar. It just starts off... I don't want to spoil it because I will spoil what we talk about the film. But it's a, it's a love story between an emo and a Christian. Yeah. Uh, it's 15 minutes long. It's worth checking out on YouTube if you fancy it. There's one song the same. Right, okay. Between the two. Do you want to give a brief synopsis? Have you got a brief synopsis? Yeah, basically, an emo falls in love with a Christian. Yeah, that's basically what happens. And <laughs> so, hilarity ensues. There's there's a guy who um, moves to a new school and, uh, yeah, it's a sort of Romeo and Juliet yeah, spin, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's basically what it is. Now, now this is the second Australian film that we've done, with Bait being the first one. Yes. And we said during the episode of Bait that when you do an Australian film, you have to talk about how many people are in Home and Away. Yes. Or were in Home and Away. And uh, Yeah, again, I'm relying on this you for this, <laughs> your superior knowledge of Home and Away. Surprisingly enough, only two. That's more than I thought. <laughs> two, two people have been in Home and Away, but a lot of neighbours. Oh, really? And one Coronation Street. Okay. <laughs> they get around these Aussies. They do. I checked. I actually went through every member of the cast on IMDb. Good for you. <laughs> I've got too much time on my hands. Yeah, so we do that with Australian films because I think every Australian person ever has been in Home and Away at some point. Was one of them the teacher? Yes. I thought I thought I did vaguely recognise her. Yeah. From somewhere. You don't watch Home and Away? No. but well, I would you have recognised well, I, I, Yeah, I've seen little bits here okay. and there. I, think, I don't think any of them had major starring roles in okay. Home and Away. They were just like little uh, cameos. So the film starts with Ethan, who is an emo, I guess. Yeah, very much. <laughs> Hence the title of the film. And he's jamming away on a guitar, singing singing as long. And this big fat lad comes up and just smashes his guitar. Yeah. Just as he's getting into the flow of the song. Yeah, just rips it out of his hands and smashes it in half. And yeah, and that's, so we get into the first song of the film, which is about being an emo. And he, he's getting beaten up as he's singing. Yeah. Yeah. As he's going through the song. So he's, get, he's getting dragged around school. He gets his head flushed down the toilet. He's, sing, he's singing about having no friends. And uh, I like the bit where he's talking about self-harming but yeah. he's doing it fake so he's he's putting scars on his wrists yeah, with, uh, with like a sharpie sharpie yeah there's a very i mean this isn't a, this is a funny film is a yeah this is a funny it's a comedy yeah it's not a serious like sure. it's not a serious take on an emo lifestyle this is a comedy all the songs are funny oh it's all very tongue-in-cheek it's yeah. all very tongue-in-cheek that's what i'm trying to get at so at, at the end of the song we see him with a, a noose and he ties the noose around a tree and he's standing on a picnic table in the school grounds. Yeah. Everybody's watching him from the from the windows and from the school. And then he jumps. And then it hits straight into title card. You don't see anything after that. It just goes, emo, the musical. And that's where we that's where we begin. Yeah. And then it opens back up on the sign of a new school. Yes. So he's starting his career at his new school. So Ethan has been expelled. Yeah. Uh, and there's a few sort of... Well, not I almost said spinning newspapers. It's not quite that much <laughs> no, no, of a no, 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 no. But it's like an old Batman cut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's it's like um, paperwork being stamped saying yeah. he's been expelled and then he's been accepted at this new place. Yeah, um, and he is instantly bullied, isn't he? Yes, in his new school. <laughs> yeah, he is. This was quite funny. The two poshest bullies. Yeah, most well dressed, least bullies intimidating bullies ever I've ever seen, and they say to him, "We can take your lunch money by cash." Or we accept card payments. Yeah, and he brings out one of these chip and pin machines. Yeah. <laughs> it was re- it was quite good. It's a good little start, quite funny little start, I thought. Uh, and then he gets introduced to Isaac and Jamil as a name. Yeah, and they're gonna take him on a tour around the school. Yeah, so they they like, basically mean volunteers. They're like to... the good kids. Yeah, introduce him around. 
And while they're on this tour, he sees a poster advertising auditions for an emo rock band. And being a guitarist, he gets quite excited about that. Yeah. So so just to clarify, so at his previous school, he was the only emo. Yes. And he's already seeing, you know, there's, there's, there's more other, of us. There's other emos at his school. <laughs> so he wants, to, he wants to be a social emo. Correct, yeah. They weren't called emos when we were at school. This is a relatively new thing. Well, not new, because we're quite old. But since we left school. So we used to call them goths. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few. You, goths you, at our well, there's loads of you can break down all these subcategories. Suppose, so you've yeah. got you can. Am I being goths, an emo racist? Goths, greasers, greasers, screamos. What were you? Uh, I, I didn't. To be honest, I was a bit older when I got into all this sort of. Yeah, music. I was as well. I'd already left school, but yeah, I was a nerd. If anything, yeah, <laughs> still am. Yeah, so he sees this poster advertising the uh, the band. I can't remember what was the name of the band. Worst day ever. That was it. Classic, classic name. It's, it's advertising the band. The, there's the auditions for the band, and I think there's a few posters up advertising the uh, contest that's upcoming as well. Yeah, yeah, because there's a there's a rock rock band, battle of the bands type thing. Yes, yeah, so the school state song I contest. Speak. I think. I don't it know is. what's wrong with me. <laughs> so after that, he sees this pretty girl singing in the corridor of the school with her band backing band behind her. So there's lots of this sort of thing going on. Yeah, the Christians turn up, don't they, with they their <laughs> guitar and a tambourine and just start singing in the corridor. Yeah, she's singing songs about it being all right to give up. Yeah. And uh, it's quite a good. that's quite a good song as well. So they're trying to recruit people to come to church with them yeah. and join the Christian group. Yeah, yeah, like a youth group, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. group. And so she's singing about that and then they have a bit of a chat afterwards and he, my line of the film comes really early on because this what he says to her is my li- line of the film here. Because she's, she's recruiting, she's asking him if he wants to come to youth group, and he tells her that he's a science-addicted, sex-educated atheist, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. It's a great little line to start, right early on in the, in the start of the film. I, I just enjoyed that line. I'm, I'm going with that as my line of the film. I like it. Yeah, then school life just kind of ensues, doesn't it, from there? They go to PE lessons and Yeah, so there's, like there's a couple of occasions where Ethan is trying to sort of catch the eye of the other emos, yeah. and they kind of just give him the emo shoulder cold yeah. shoulder are emos cold they look cold yeah they're always cold yeah that's why they wear those big coats yeah <laughs> they're all very milky aren't they yeah so um he can't get their attention basically yeah uh until he manages to get detention yeah during a pe lesson yeah because he tricks the teacher into cancelling the pe lesson doesn't yeah. he yeah and as i say that get that gets their attention and then i'm i wasn't quite sure if they're in detention and that's when they do the audition because all the emos were just together. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. It doesn't really It doesn't matter, because the, the auditions are next. Yeah, and he gets a chance to audition for the band. Yeah, and he does. He somehow manages to play every instrument and sing every line of the song. Yeah, at the same time. At the same time. But as, as only happens in music. Through various cutscenes. And he's singing a song called I Don't Want to Be in Your Stupid Band. Yeah, he says... Well, if, at the start, he says this song doesn't have a name. Yeah. Because I'm not into labels. <laughs> and, and I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah. And it's quite a good song. I quite enjoyed that one. It's quite catchy. So, mostly the songs are all right in this. Yeah, I agree. I think most of them are all right. I've had one stuck in my head all. My criticism week. would be there's a couple of them that just cut off. Yeah. Just as they were getting going. And it, it's almost like there's a couple of them that are more skits rather yeah. than there. Don't really fit. A proper, yeah, or they're not quite a proper song. Yeah, but again, don't get me wrong. This is obviously a really low budget. 
Yeah, micro a, budget. This is a low budget Australian musical. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like it's you, not like you're not gonna, Yeah, you're not going to get any sort of Busby Berkeley Bob Fosse numbers in this. You know, it's, I don't uh, even know what that means, but no, you're right. <laughs> you know, down tap dancing downstairs and oh yeah, okay, girls with feather boas and all that sort yeah, of. Yeah, there's none of that. <laughs> it's kids in black t-shirts. You no, know, it suddenly turns out that that you go above and there's a synchronized swimming pool going on. Yeah, <laughs> that sort of stuff. I know what you mean. And after he's finished singing his song, he gets told about this guy called Doug Skellington. Uh, Skeleton, not Skellington. <laughs> it's not Jack Skellington's brother. Who is an emo legend. And he's from the school that he is now at. Yes. And he will be judging the yeah, and he's state judging song the... competition. Yeah. So ba- the, basically, this is heading to a song contest, isn't it? It's a bit like rock school. Yeah. School of rock. <laughs> so, so Bradley, who's the lead emo. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> singer and guitarist in the band, tells Ethan that... He needs to be super emo, basically, yeah. to join the band. Being a decent musician isn't good enough. Yeah. And he kind of says, no, you can't you can't join yeah. to start with. Yeah, he, he says no straight away. As soon as the song's finished, doesn't yeah. he? he says no. But then Ethan tells him the story of when he tried to hang himself yes. at his old school. And Bradley kind of liked that. He was all in on that. Yeah, he says, <laughs> well, so, so. we need your story. You're, yeah. you're in. You're the backstory, yeah. basically. You, <laughs> we just need your story. Then there's a girl in the band. Yep. who's known as Roz, and she she comes on to him straight away. As soon as he's in the band, she pounces him. on him. She pounces on him because it's tradition for the guitarist and the bassist to be in a relationship in a rock band. Yeah, so she kisses him, and from that point on, they're kind of in a relationship that neither of them really want to be in. So Ethan's basically Roz's pet. Yeah, <laughs> for want of a better description, yeah. I would say because he's quite he's a really little lad, isn't he? He's quite meek and he's yeah. not very imposing. No, there's nothing to him. There's nothing to him. And in the next scene, he gets paired with Trinity, who is the girl, the Christian girl from earlier, for a music assignment. So they have to write a song. They have to write a song together. A, was it, uh, did it have to be a love song? It did, didn't it? it yes. Was, it had to be a love song. And so they they go to his house, don't they? They go to Ethan's house because they can't go to her house because she's a nice Christian girl. Yeah, she can't bring a boy home. She can't bring a boy home. That's very much frowned upon. And she asks him why he's an emo. And then... She plays him a song. Well, she starts singing a song, doesn't she? Because they just break out into song every so often as you do in a musical. And it's a it's a really weird song about having wonderful fingers and wonderful lips. And... <laughs> but it's about being respect, having a respectful relationship as well. Yeah. It's, it's like this Christian, it's got very weird lyrics, poppy sing along song. Yeah. Um, and they kind of awkwardly bond over it, and Ethan starts starts to sort of get into it and and sing along to it a little bit. Yeah. And they have a bit of a moment, don't they? Yeah, they have a bit of a dance, don't they, as well? And then it gets all awkward because they teenage kids and awkwardness happens and she just runs out and leaves. Yeah. So they don't do the homework because she's gone home and they can't do the work. Yeah, correct. So she kind of, in the class the next day, they get called upon to perform their song and she kind of wings it and she sings She sings on her own to the class about how good they'd be together. Yeah, they're, they're a match made in heaven and all this sort of thing. Yeah, and he's kind of in there trying to avoid it. It's, it's all a bit weird. It's a weird little film. But it's quite good fun so far, I think. Yeah. No, and the songs are catchy. And The songs are catchy. Yeah. I've had one stuck in my head all week. Which one? The one near the end. Uh, what's it called? Point it out when we get that. I will do. That's fine. And, uh, but he, he it's his turn to run out now. Yeah, Before so he, the end run, of that runs song, he, he runs out of the class. Because she's doing no good for his street cred. He's trying he's to trying sort of to sink be... into his hoodie, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's and... trying to become an emo and she's singing love songs about Called him. Called out by this Christian. Yeah, it's not good for his street cred. But she, she runs after him and they have a bit of a kiss. Forbidden love. Yeah. In the hallway. Just uh, So at that point we find out that 
worst state ever have got into the rock competition. They've qualified. But so have the Christian Hope Group. I think they were just called the Hope Group. Yeah, they were. So both the, the, their school is sending two bands into this competition. Must have got a wild card. Yeah, they must have. And then there's a bit of a montage. We have a bit of a montage about how they're both going to win. And they both decide they're both going to win from different various different members of yeah. the band. Yeah, and uh, Ethan and Trinity kind of agree to see each other. Yeah. Outside of school. Yeah. But not talk to each other in school. Yeah, because they have a secret meeting in the library. Correct. And um, obviously because their peer groups would disown them. Yeah. And they're both trying to sort of, you know, build their reputations, I guess, for want of a better word. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so they agree to do that. Yeah. But ignore each other at school. Their meeting in the library was really weird. Did you catch what the other guy was the other guy was doing in the library? So you know, as he's, Ethan's walking towards Liberty and he's behind the last shelf. Yeah, there's different people doing different things in the library. Like there's a girl sitting on the floor, covered in books, who's yeah. obviously cramming for something. Then there's another guy with his back to the camera and his arms moving in a very mysterious way <laughs> in the middle of the I library. Think is that mysterious? No, no, it's obvious what he's doing, but it's very strange. And yeah, that's when they decide they they're, they're going to get into a relationship, but. It's got to be a secret. Nobody can find out about it. It would be the worst thing ever. And then as Ethan's leaving, he bumps into the school's token gay kid. Well, he's not. Well, no, he's not. one. <laughs> it turns out he's not. But but he... This So this is Peter. Yes. Who is coming to terms with his sexuality, I guess you would say. Yeah. And he is very gay. Yeah. But trying to hide that yes and he's given himself shock therapy he's been to conversion <laughs> therapy at one point in his life and now he's got he's got a little thing that he attaches to his finger that electrocutes him every time he has impure thoughts yes so he bumps into him and there's the he drops all his school books all over the floor and there's a magazine of sportsmen in various states of undress i think it was and Ethan clocks that there's no real judgment to it it's just a no, no. It's, just a it's, it's just introducing this character who comes back in a bit <laughs> I'm not sure if I really liked some of these characters, though. <laughs> I, I, but just because maybe that's a bit strong. There's just not enough time for them to get going. You know, do you know what I mean? I, There's like a I lot say, of characters in this. Yeah, and, and a lot of time this does come across as, like I say, a series of sketches rather than yeah. something that's a bit more coherent. And yeah, so the director's only ever re- this is his first feature length film. He's only yeah. really made short films before. I think you can see. So that. I think you can definitely see that because, like you said, there's it's, it's like a lot of short films stitched together. Yeah. Because there's even members of the bands, both bands, that are really like bit part characters. There's a guy called Jay in the emo band. You don't really even find out his name till the end. The drummer? The drummer, yeah. Yeah, because all the way through, I was trying, I was trying to, when I was making my notes, I was like, I've got to get this guy's name, I've got to get this guy's name. And I, I think you're right, I don't, I don't think, think it, it comes actually out until comes like out. right near the end. I even tried to look for him on IMDb, but he looked completely different in real life right. to what he looks like in this film. Um, yeah, completely different. But So yeah, the, there's a lot of characters in it and it's hard to keep track of all of them. In the next scene though, he's in Trinity's room. Yeah, so, so I think she's, she's had a change of heart. She's snuck him in. Yeah. Because the parents don't know about it. Um there's and he they have a sort of a bit of heart to heart and, and Ethan confides in her that he didn't actually really try and commit suicide. Yeah, it's it it old a, school. It was all a ruse. Yeah. Just a, he's an attention seeker. Yeah, basically what he is, and that's what it was. He he knew the rope was too long when he jumped off the table. I just before we go on, I like the fact that Trinity had a piece of toast on her wall. Yes, in a frame. Yeah, it was a framed piece of toast that apparently looked like Jesus. It was taking a taking a piss of all these stereotypes, wasn't it? Of Christian kids and what they believe they can see in yeah. things. I just like the fact that she'd framed it. Put it <laughs> um, she told she 
because he's confessed his secret, she confesses that she once secretly baptized somebody. Yeah. In a swimming pool, which I thought was quite funny. Without their knowledge. Without, yeah, they didn't know about it. And then suddenly they hear her parents coming home. So shit's about to go down. They decide they need to hide and they jump into her closet together. Yeah. As Ethan says, doesn't this make us look worse? Yes, which is a fair point. So he decides that, look, we're going to get caught. I've got to get out of your house. So have you got any boy, Christian boy clothes that I can wear? And so he starts getting changed in front of her. And she starts singing a song about him getting changed in front of her. But yeah, they're, and they're both singing, they, and it turns into a duet. Yeah, um, about like while they're standing really close to each yeah. other in the closet, basically about how um, he wouldn't do anything to take advantage because he wouldn't know how. Yeah, and that she's safe. He, yeah, he's a very naive little virgin boy, and uh, yeah, the song's about how she's safe with him. So he puts on this Christian disguise. He does. Yeah. So his her parents won't think that he's a dangerous emo dangerous emo and she lends him a bible which is a, a key plot point yes so he takes her bible home with him and then we cut to the next day so it's we're back at back at school and they're doing a rehearsal for their rock competition the emo bandar and the teacher comes in there's only one teacher in this whole film yeah i quite like that the school seemingly has one one teacher, teacher. yeah and she um, does everything she it was, was doing, done on purpose she, yeah, and it was, was quite it a was a nice little joke she was doing the music and she was doing, she watched they never said what she was an actual teacher of no but she kept covering like the pe lessons she kept saying so lessons. oh i'm not usually a pe teacher, teacher i'm not, not usually a music, music teacher. teacher that was quite quite, a it was nice quite funny so she comes in and she says look unless you do sport you're out of the competition you've got to pass all of your classes to be yeah. in the competition and you're not going to pe so you need to get get to pe classes We've also not mentioned something that came up earlier, which I quite liked as well, is that the school is really short of money. So yeah. They're pretty oh, yeah, much bankrupt. And this felt like something straight out of like The Simpsons or something. <laughs> yeah. A pharmaceutical company has come in and sponsored the school. Yeah. So and basically is feeding everyone happy pills. Yeah. Because it's a happy school. They yeah. say that all the way through. It's a happy school full of happy kids. But they're all like serotonin and, boosters yeah and incre- increasingly through this film there's more posters and adverts yeah. being stuck up for this pharmaceutical company and for all these drugs yeah and this woman turns up and she's like the ceo of the company yeah. she starts running things so there's, there's a lot going on in this there's a lot of oh yeah definitely. there's a lot it's of not just like a little jokes being put in there and, and running gags through the movie you know some of them work better than others but you you've got to love a trier <laughs> you know what i mean this <laughs> yeah. is it's it's quite endearing this movie. Yeah, it is. Um, You're right. There's it's inoffensive and it's quite good fun. So they go and do their PE lessons, and it turns out Roz, who's in the band, is quite good at PE. Basketball. She's quite good at basketball. Yeah, she wants to be a basketball. She wants to be a basketball. She can't let Bradley know about this because he's an emo. Yeah, he can't have an emo basketball. He can't have an emo basketballer. So that's her secret. Everybody's got their own secret. Uh, where are we? Is this where they find the Bible? Yeah. So Bradley finds the Bible in Ethan's bag. Yes. Yeah, because they're having a smoke, aren't they? Because he told yeah. him, he told Ethan had told Jay earlier that if he ran out of cigarette papers, that he could use his maths textbook, but he'd used all of the pages. So he went through Ethan's bag and found the Bible, and showed it to Bradley. And Bradley has a breakdown. Meanwhile, Roz has taken Ethan to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, and he breaks up with her. Yeah, because she tries to kiss him, and he oh, doesn't want that. Which is the setup for another musical number yeah. about. Uh, how she's going to stalk him, not leave him alone. Um, yeah, and kill him. And she, yeah, she's basically. Kill him at one point. Stab him to death. And they're singing this in front in a cinema, in a quiet, while the film's still playing, in front of everybody. Yeah. And they're running along the tops of the, the seats. seats and yeah, like and they're that. trying to get away from, she's trying to, he's trying to get away from her. And uh, as they come out, Bradley confronts him about the Bible, and he says he was going to burn it. He's stolen it from Liberty, and he was going to burn it. Yeah. So Bradley's like, okay, so burn it. 
So he does. And as it burns, you see the cover like burn away and it's got from mum and dad inside. So oh, it's no. Liberty's parents. Trinity. Tr- I don't know who Liberty, Liberty? is. Liberty? <laughs> I don't know. She's that statue, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's Trinity's Bible from, from her parents and he's just burnt it. So that's not going to go down well. <laughs> then there's a really strange scene. So he goes to see Trinity after that. Again, this works better almost as its own little yep. sketch. It does. So he go- he goes, Ethan goes um, to her house, to Trinity's house. Yeah. And the other three guys from the band, the emo band, are across the street watching him. Yeah. So he's been tasked with delivering this Bible back to her. Yeah. Or the remains of this Bible back to her. And she, uh, Trinity opens the, the door and she's in a swimsuit. Yeah, she's in a swimming costume, yeah. And she says to him, oh, come in, come in. We're, we're in the pool. Yeah. Let's go for a swim. He's like, well, okay. Yeah. And you expect, we're in Australia. They're going yeah, to have a gonna... big swimming pool in the back. It's, you know, it's hot all the time. Yeah. And it cuts them sitting in a little paddling pool. Tiny little paddling pool, the two of them. <laughs> He's just in his boxes. Yeah. She's in a swimming costume. And they're sitting in a paddling pool together. Uh, and then... There's nobody else there. But, yeah. And then the camera cuts to a sort of partly um, used... Tanker. Tanker, yeah. yeah. Small small tanker of... Of holy, holy water. water. With a big cards. label on it. Um, As if she's got this like holy water tanker somewhere. And she's going for another s- sneaky baptism. Yeah, she's trying to sneakily baptise him, but he spots it. He spots the tanker and he calls her out on it. And he just leaves. Oh, he gives her the burnt Bible. Yeah, he gives her the Bible. Breaks up with her. Yeah. And, and he, uh, they sing a song. They sing a song about how they miss each other yeah, already. Yeah, they're being forced apart. And other emos are over the other side of the road watching... And kind of following and so then we see uh worst day ever go and play at a house party so they're yeah. actually going to play a gig so you know they have got a competition to practice for and all that yeah so they go and um the gig goes down quite well yeah uh ethan kind of has to step in when bradley messes up his guitar solo yeah so he ends up taking a lot of the plaudits even though he was told at the beginning to do nothing fancy bradley says just play don't do anything fancy yeah he went out there and did something fancy but it worked yeah and and the gig went well. The song was called "We're All Gonna Die." Yeah, it's a great song. But yeah, it, it all went well. But you can still you can see there's a tension starting to build between Ethan and Bradley. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. Um, and then again, cuts to something a bit different. And this was my favorite bit in the film. It was good. So this is the scene when Peter and Trinity are at what? How would you describe this? Well, there's a nun there. So nun is basically leading. It's almost it's like, like a part tris- confession. Part yeah. education of why you shouldn't be sinful. Yes, they're basically all confessing their sins, aren't they? And um, they're asked to rank the commandments. <laughs> yeah. From, from most important to least, least important. important. And Trinity has a go at it and then gets basically just... She gets berated. Berated by the nun. Um, why have you put adultery... No, why have you put murder higher than adultery? Yeah. Um, and she says the correct answer is that they're all at number one. They're all number one. It's a trick. Yeah. Bloody tricky Christians. So after that, she has a bit of a... They're all confessing their sins. The gay guy's there talking about his impure thoughts did you see to the, a girl. Did you see the poster behind comments. him? Yes. I, I, I like... This is the sort of thing I liked about this film. So the poster behind Peter is he's talking. It just said, Jesus, the only man you should be getting close to. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's Peter's talking about this girl that he's fallen in love with and he's having impure thoughts on girl being in inverted commas and trinity talks about ethan and how she's having impure thoughts about him yeah and she blurts out about his suicide not being real yeah that comes out in the conversation 
Yeah. So that's overheard by Isaac, who's yes. there, who's taken her to this class. Yeah. And Isaac's the sort of leader of the Christians. Yeah, he's the anti-Bradley. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Obviously, he's put that in his back pocket. It may come in use later. Yeah. So, Liberty... I've said Liberty again. What is it with me and names? I don't know. Can't do it. Can't do this anymore. Um, Trinity sings a song called Could Jesus Have Been an Emo? Best song in the, the film. The best song in the film. I'm glad you said that because it is the best song in the film. There's some good lines in this. Yeah, there are. So, was Jesus an emo? He felt the pain of all mankind. Emos do that all the time. <laughs> I liked it. Great. They persecuted him like an emo. And the nun's really not happy. She's uh, all the way through the song. She's pipe trying, down, to, pipe yeah, down. trying to shut her up. And at the end, she gets excommunicated. So this is about the time where you find out that Isaac's not all he seems because yeah. he'd, he's actually got Jimmy all pregnant. Yes. So he, boy. The little Christian kids are not as Christian as they think they are. No, not squeaky at all. No. Um, but Isaac then goes and prints out a load of posters of Ethan. Yeah. With the, just with the headline that he's a faker. Yeah, just call it, just his faker, doesn't it? And then it explains about his suicide. And he's got quotes from ex-schoolmates because he's gone on... Facebook. Facebook or, or whatever. Facebook. Yeah, whatever the non-sewable equivalent <laughs> is in this film. Yeah. Um, and, and blown his cover. Yeah, so obviously Ethan blames Trinity for this because she's the only one who knows. Yeah. So the emos have had their cover blown. Yes. And as you say, Ethan's image as this dangerous... Dangerous little psycho... Suicide is sort of down the boy. toilet. So, There's a really good line from Jay at this point. What does he say? Ethan's sitting outside, like all with his head in his hands, all sorry for himself. And Jay comes over and he says, "I've only ever seen Bradley this angry at Christmas." <laughs> I really like that. That was almost my line of the film. So the worst they ever decide they need to do something to get their uh, image back on track. Yeah. Um, so they go and smash up all the Christian groups' instruments. Yeah, they've got an axe in the and chapel. Ethan smashes the guitar up with an axe and. Jay, Jay gets the tambourine and a like a fork, a garden fork, a small one. Yeah. And he puts it through the tram, trampoline. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Puts it through the tambourine. Into his leg. Into his own leg. Stabs himself in the leg. So they all start to freak out a little bit and they have to get out of there. But before they go, Bradley says, just set it on fire. Yep. Set the guitar. Is he setting the t- guitar on fire? Yeah, but that's it's Yeah, but the... Um... Guitars on the altar. Yeah. And they're basically, they're in the school chapel. There's an image they? of Jesus burning. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, the whole room goes up. And uh, the principal gets fired for some reason because of this. This comes afterwards because there's like a school assembly, isn't there? Yeah. So the punishment is basically none of these bands are allowed to use, because it's a happy school, as you said. Yeah. No negative language. Yeah. Um, or no demonic on your t-shirt yeah. so there's loads of rules that she brings in because yeah. now the, the teacher's the no only teacher the principal's been fired the principal's been fired the teacher who was the only teacher anyway is now definitely the only yeah. teacher so she's doing this school assembly and she says nothing negative now um, they will be censored and whoever she finds who was responsible for the fire will be expelled this is good news for the Christian band it is not good news for the emos yeah Bradley is not happy Bradley starts to really go off the rails at this point Meanwhile, Isaac is taking a swab of the drum of uh, Jay's blood. Yeah. <laughs> he's sat behind him in this assembly yeah. and he's bled all over the yeah, He's chair. still bleeding. Bradley threatens to kill Ethan because he's an emo and that's what emos do. They're threatening to kill each other. And I tell you what, this film is a lot more, not complicated, but there's a lot more to it. Re- re- recapping it than I thought when I was yeah. watching it. It gets quite dark as well. The, the ending's quite dark, but we, we're, we're almost there. But we have to go back to this gay love story that's going on because 
the gay guy's singing a song in the gym, or he's in the gym on his own. Yes. And the jock guy comes in, and they start singing at each other about how they're in love with each so other. This is Peter and Josh. Jo- I didn't but catch again, jock you don't get Josh's name. I didn't think till, you did. Until this point, I think, or right, right. at the end. Because he's, Cause he he's been in it a couple of times. Because yeah, the, the gay up. guy's obviously in love with yeah. Josh. Did you feel this bit was tacked on a yeah, bit? Completely. These two characters. The, this character, the, yeah, there was just a bit to add filler to the film. There was no need for it. Yeah. It didn't go anywhere. I mean, it's they're quite a positive pair of characters. Yeah, definitely. But it nice. did feel a bit tacked on. It completely did. And I think they only did it because Ethan stands up for them in a minute. Yeah. And Bradley doesn't like that. And that's how they kind of go their separate ways. Yeah. So they're singing. Roz is there. She's hiding in the gym because she was playing basketball or she was practicing basketball on her own. I thought this was one of the weaker songs as well. Yeah. I, I haven't even written down what the song was. So I think you're right. It probably was. But she can see, she's hiding behind some like bleachers and she can see the two guys singing at each other and they're like hugging, aren't they? Yeah. And she takes a photo and she sends it to Bradley. Because he's in the band, isn't he? He's in the other band, so she she thinks this is Peter a way to is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a way to bring down the other band. So they all come into the gym and catch them, and so does Isaac. Yes, and he sort of goes in and pulls Peter away from Josh because Bradley sends the picture to Isaac, correct? Yeah. Once Russell sent it, to him. and um, yeah, he pulls Peter away from Josh and, and basically says, you, "Look, you're going to have to go back to conversion." Yeah, he's going to send him back to conversion because your friends have got that power. Yeah, to, yeah, to, course, to send yeah. you to conversion for, and yeah, and Ethan freaks out then because he's like, "This can't happen. This is ridiculous. It's 2016." Yeah, um, just let these guys live, and he quits the band. He tells Bradley he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah, he says, "I'd rather quit the band than not help this guy out." Yeah, so Ethan's in a dark place now. Yep, he's made friends friends with some emos. He's lost friends with with the emos. <laughs> he's not speaking to the girl he's in love with, Trinity, yep. and. He gets into the bath with all his clothes on. Yeah. And he's got a stereo. Yeah, like a little boombox yeah. type thing. And he drops it in the bathroom. Yeah. And absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> that did make me laugh a little bit. Because he, he, he kind of just gives up then. He just yeah. gets out. It's like, well, damn it. He, he, he bungs the stereo on the floor. Yeah. And the, the song. The song that Lib- Trinity was singing to him earlier. Where have I got Liberty? I have from? no idea. The song that Trinity was singing to him earlier. Are you on drugs? On, yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, so that kind of, kind of makes him... Well, this must be a sign that I need to go and make up with her. So, this is the day of the rock concert. Yes, cut the to the state school rock contest. Nice. Uh, so, Ethan turns up and he he asks if he can join the Christian band. Yeah, to replace Peter. Yeah, because Peter's obviously in conversion therapy. Sent away. Ross turns up in her basketball gear. Bradley has another freak out. Yeah. Because he's the only emo, really. And uh, Ethan has to get baptised before he can be in the Christian band. Yeah, Isaac insists that he gets baptised. And Trinity comes along just as he is getting baptised. Yeah. And she's not happy about it. She says to him, despite the fact that she tried to do it to him earlier, (laughs) she says that he is still pretending to be someone he is not. Yes. And she walks off. Yes. She's not. Burn. But very big burn. So he can't do anything right at the minute, Ethan. He's in a... He's in all over the place, isn't he? You can't do anything right. And they go to church. They go to church. They go on stage at this yep. point, don't they? The Christian band go on first. And they sing a song called Come to Church, which is the song that was originally in the 15-minute short film. Okay. This song survived this. Right. And it is the song that's been stuck in my head all week. 
Like, it's so catchy. It's the catchiest one out of all of them. And it's a, it's basically about getting people to join them in church, come to church. Come, they just think come to church over and over again, but it's really catchy. But Ethan starts to shred it halfway yeah, through. Yeah, he does. So it turns from this sort of plinky-plonky, light, airy-fairy... Because Isaac's this time told him to not do anything fancy yeah, as well, same, hasn't he? So same. same as what Bradley told him earlier. Um, but he turns it into a bit of a face melter yeah. um, with, a, with a guitar solo. And the crowd starts to get into it yeah. again, the same as what happened at the house party. Jamil jumps onto the drums because they haven't got a drummer. No. So, but she jumps onto the drums. Trinity starts to go a rock chick as well. She starts jamming out as well. And the crowd are eating it up. They're loving it. It's a great... Because it's kind of a mixture between two songs, isn't it? It's yeah. The song that Ethan was singing earlier mixed in with the Come to Church song that they yeah. were singing. It's quite good. It's quite catchy. I like quite like that song. And then West Day Ever are up. And just as they're about to start playing, the teacher bursts onto the stage and disqualifies them. Disqualified for arson. Yes, straight away. So a ruckus happens and Bradley pulls a knife and he gets a knife to Isaac's throat. He does. He takes him hostage. Yeah. So, and he says he has to play. He, he's, uh, this is what his whole life's work is, to come and play for Doug Skeleton. Yeah. Because Doug Skeleton's obviously sitting there. This is this is what everything that Bradley's all about. He has to play, no matter what. Yeah, because Doug Skeleton is an emo legend. Yeah, and he is his hero. And then Doug Skeleton pipes up. And tells him to do what he's told. Yeah, basically, basically tells him to calm down. Yeah, calm down, do what you're told. And he basically confesses to being a fraud. He's like, I'm just a normal guy who pretends to be this emo guy. Yeah, my mum helped me paint the coffin that I <laughs> jumped out of stage on. Yeah, because that was his big thing, wasn't yeah. it? That he jumped out of a coffin on stage. And Bradley, Bradley's whole life just flashes before his eyes at that point. He doesn't know anything about who he is. Um, so he's about to get expelled for arson, but then Ethan jumps in and says that it was him. Yeah, he confesses. He, he uh, Yeah, he confesses to to everybody that it was him that burnt down the music room and he manages to talk Bradley into putting the knife away yeah he also talks the teacher into he's quite convincing isn't yes he, he talks <laughs> him into cancelling PE the yeah. other day talks the teacher into letting Bradley play yeah and she says that's fine but you're expelled as soon as you finish yeah and she also because the um, sponsor woman tries to stop it all doesn't she but she ditches the school sponsor yeah she says we might have any money but we don't need you yeah the teacher says I've not taken any of these pills for a few days and I feel depressed but it's fantastic yeah so yeah and so they play and uh, just as they start playing bradley kind of catches ethan's eye and tells him to come up on stage and join them and then trinity gets up and she shares ethan's mic with him then jamil gets up and with she's got a tambourine not trampoline and <laughs> we've got a mash up on our hands yeah, it's all going off so they they basically yeah exactly they 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 mash up several of the songs that yeah, have been throughout the movie a remix of into the, the finale and just as the song ends, the police turn up and shoot Bradley with a taser. Yeah. Take him out. I quite like that. Yeah, it was it quite did make me chuckle. And then you're kind of just mopping up the loose ends after that. There's a scene where they're outside after the show's finished. Um, Jamil leaves with Jay, even though she's pregnant. She kind of, she ditches Isaac, don't she? Yeah. And she leaves with Jay because they have a bit of a moment. Ethan and Trinity have a kiss and they walk off together talking about zombie films. Yeah. And Bradley gets arrested. He does. Why wasn't Ethan arrested? Don't know. Me neither. <laughs> Don't he, know. He burnt down part of the school. Yeah. Cause, and he did confess to it. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been... It's not nice worth thinking about in great it's detail. It's not worth thinking but about it. It, it did occur to me. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of your film. Until your post credit scene. Yes, there is. did a, spot a, it. Good, good, good. <laughs> I don't turn off films now until like Netflix put their next trailer on. So there's a post credit scene where the jock guy, Josh, yep. he turns up at the conversion therapy and goes into Peter's room. Yeah. And they share a room. He's got a crowbar. Yeah. He's going to break him out. Yeah. 
And that is it. That is the end of your film. What did you think? It was okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's nothing special. It's good fun. The songs are all good. Or mostly good. I didn't get as much out of it as I thought I would when I saw the trailer last week. Yeah. I thought, oh, this looks like it could be proper fun, funny, catchy. Um, It didn't quite go far enough on s- with some of these jokes and some of the themes yeah. that I would have wanted it to. There are funny scenes in it. And there there's are. a lot of really good jokes in it, but you're right, it could have gone a little bit further. And The cast's all likeable. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, thought they all the, did a good job. The, the main two, the guy who played Ethan and the, guy, the girl who played Trinity, I thought they were both really good. There's a couple of catchy songs. I wouldn't, I don't know if any, I don't think I'd say any of them were good songs. No, uh, they're good music. There's a couple of earworms in there. Songs, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I've already said, like, it doesn't quite flow at parts. It feels like... A bit disjointed. A, yeah, a bit of a collection of sketches rather than a movie, but it can kind it's, of forgive it that a little bit. It's inoffensive. There's... It's, it raised a few chuckles out of me. Yeah, it's fun in parts. It's it's worth a watch. If you've got a spare hour and a half and you're into comedy musicals, you're going to get something out of it. This is absolutely nowhere near any of the worst things we've watched. No, not, not, no, no. Going bad. So sort of our first series. Yeah. Um, It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Did you, uh, shall we do our trivia section? Yes. We need to come up with a name for this part. Okay. Leave it with me. Okay. <laughs> So basically what we're doing is every week we're coming up with a trivia question, an observational trivia question about the film to see which one of us is the most observant member of Bottom of the Stream. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I I mean, I'm not sure it's going to be much of a contest going on the first few weeks, but... What's the score? Uh, I have zero. I know you have zero. I think I've got two. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's two nil to me at the minute out of four. Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. Go for it. So there's a scene in this film where I think it's not long after... Ethan's joined the band yeah. and he goes to his locker yeah. and the posh bullies come and get him and say, you know, you've still not had your lunch money. Where is it? Yeah. And Bradley comes along and says, he's with us now. Yeah. And he says to Ethan, that's not your locker anymore because all the lockers have got like Christian imagery on them. Yeah. You're over here. Moves him over to the other side of the corridor, shows him his new locker. What is the number of the locker? <laughs> what? Uh, this is going to be a complete guess. Um, it's going to be something emo-y. Well, I'm interested to know now what you think an emo number is. 666, obviously. <laughs> That's my answer. 666. No, it's not. What was it? 51. Oh. <laughs> so it wasn't anything emo no, or anything. I don't think so. I would never have got that. Okay, so still 2-0 to me. Your question. What was the name of the school? Which school? The second, the school that he went to. Seymour High. Well done, you've got one. Yes. How did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> I had to go back and check. Well done, you finally got one. I, I'm retiring. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed that you knew that because it's only on the sign Yeah. at the very beginning. It of is the quite a lingering once. shot though. Yeah, but it's only there once. You yeah. only mention it once in the whole film. Well done. I'm happy. You should be. <laughs> Two one to me. Uh, should we go to stream table? Yeah. Where are we putting it? Let me show a rundown what we've got so far. Yeah, just give us a recap. So, so far in season two of Bottom of the Stream, we've done four films, yeah? So, at number four at the minute, we've got The Clapper, which was last week's comedy starring Ed Helms. Uh, At number three, we've got Michael Inside, which was the first episode of season two. At number two, we've got Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie, which was the third episode. And currently at number one is What Keeps You Alive, which was episode two of season two. So, we need to put this in somewhere. Where are you putting it? I'm putting it four out of five. Just above the clapper. Well, 
it, no, it's loads better than the cup. Yeah. But yeah, in the table, it's yeah. It's not as good as Michael inside, no. is what you're saying. I'd agree with that. I think that's fair at this point. Yeah. It's easier at this at the start of the season. It's very we, easy. Because we agree on stuff. Yeah, it's a good film. I mean, those top four films are all good. The I've... clap is garbage and deserves to be at the bottom. But the rest of them are all right. We've not had a bad run this season. I thought you'd like this more than I did. I probably do. I, I, <laughs> I'm surprised. No, because you, you've been quite measured about it as well. I was... It sounds harsh for me to say I was disappointed by this. Yeah. Because, but when we picked it, we were expect Because we picked this. We didn't... It didn't come out randomly. Yeah. So you kind of have higher expectations just from that. And, I mean, I found it. And then when I showed you, you were like, yeah, we, we're all in on that straight away. Yeah. Cause it, it so did, maybe we did build our expectations. Maybe. It wasn't as... We've kind of cheated our own system. It wasn't maybe as out there and as that. different as I thought it no, was going to be. Having it seen was the quite, trailer. It was and, very Australian. It yeah. felt like watching the musical episode of Neighbours. <laughs> I did a bit. And uh, yeah, maybe we've thwarted our own thing there. We broke our own rules and maybe this is the reason why we do it randomly. So we don't build up expectations of these things. Talking of doing things randomly, shall we pick next week's film? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so I will load up the randomizer on my phone. Right. So I think there's about 75 films on this list now because we've added more. You ready for me to press the button? Do it. It has picked Hush. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't a request. Oh, right. That's yeah. the, the name of the film. So it's a horror film. We've got a horror film. Uh, do you want to know the synopsis for Hush? Yes, please. It says, A deaf and mute writer who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears at her window. Sounds interesting. Good. Sounds, uh, well, it's been a, been a few weeks since we've done a horror or, a, you know, done a couple of comedies in a row now. So that would be good to... Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get off this comedy train. Get back to something like that. Yeah, so uh, do you want to watch the trailer? Let's do it. That's quite spoopy. That is not the most listener-friendly trailer. No, ever. I think I probably won't put the trailer <laughs> audio in there. Because um, if the trailer audio isn't in this episode <laughs> from where we've just queued it up, that's because the trailer's silent and it would be just two minutes of silent. <laughs> Which I'm quite tempted to... That we should just leave it anyway. (laughs) But it would just freak people out. So maybe just leave this inane banter in instead. We'll just leave the banter in. Yeah, I'm not going to cut the audio for that trailer in. But go and watch the trailer trailer because it's quite good. There's just no talking in it. Yeah, so uh, I'm quite looking forward to that. It looks like a bit of a slasher film. Yeah. A bit of a thriller. Yeah, go out and watch that. We'll, uh, what's it called? Hush. Go out and watch Hush and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Do you think it's got that Cooler Shaker song on the soundtrack? I hope so. I used to love that song. Yeah, it's great. No one knows what I'm talking about. No. No, it was indie. Indie, that's that's the word. I was always more of an indie boy than an emo boy. Uh, were you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. probably still am. Yeah. Anyway, go out and watch Hush, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Happy Halloween! Ooh, cheers! Bye. Ha, 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 ha.